thank you for joining us. This is uh, Your Words Against Mine, a competitive reading podcast between me, uh, Thomas Dempsey. And me, his sister, Elizabeth Connor. Yep, and uh, on this show, over the course of 2021, me and Elizabeth are going to be competing to see who can read the most by the word. And uh, the nature of that will be a matter of some discussion going forward. But uh, for the time being, uh, this episode's really just to sort of give you a lay of the land and get you to let us introduce ourselves. So uh, why don't you start, Elizabeth? Okay. Um, Nice. What should I say? (laughs) Uh, You should have seen her face. I just totally feel her. Like out on stage, it's like this pushed her out on stage. <laughs> Silence. Uh, yeah, we read a fair bit. Yeah, I didn't know if you wanted to like ask me questions or if I should just like go into a little mini biography. Or should I have prepared questions? <laughs> I don't know. We've never done this before. That not true. We've done this many times, and no one's <laughs> knows about it. <laughs> All right, that's that's a that's a fun um, entry point. Uh, so we actually this is our second attempt at a podcast. Yeah, this is our second attempt. So our first attempt was just about like two of our passions, which is at the time at the time, which was uh, craft beer and books. And the craft beer thing, I think, has sort of gone by the wayside as of late. Become less adventurous as the years have gone on in terms of, or less considered. As far as what I uh, partake in, it's really just what's on sale, highest alcohol content. <laughs> Thank you, quarantine twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Although, um, yeah, the craft brew store is still open. It's like been running on curbside pickup for months, and I guess that's they've got the clientele. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so I guess I'll actually like talk about myself. Yeah, that's... Is that a good starting point? Sure thing. Tell us about your relationship to reading. Okay. So, I mean, like you, like, I've always loved to read, grew up reading. I remember early on in my childhood, probably around eight or nine years old, we stopped going to the toy store to spend our allowance, and we Mm. started going to the bookstore to spend our allowance. We were at the library at least once a week, especially during like holiday breaks. I remember like growing up, our bedrooms were right next to each other. And in the hallway between our rooms, there was a cardboard box that mom had to put there. And anytime we finished one of our library books, we had to throw it in the box so that because mom just got sick and tired of paying like the late fees because we would misplace these books that we had finished. Yeah. I have no recollection of that. Yeah, I I remember that quite clearly. Um, And then whenever it was time for us to go to the library, she would pick up that box, return the books that were in it, and we could check out what we wanted. And then the box went right back to its little spot. Yeah. You know, I've just kind of always read, like, growing up. You know, did the whole read 100 books in a year, thanks to Book It in the fifth grade. I don't know. I guess there's been, like, a period of months like at different sections of my life where, you know, I guess I went through like some reader's fatigue or something. I got that. And I just wouldn't, like, I would not pick up a book. But then I would always come back to it and I would just like bulldoze through sure. a stack. I've had some of that fatigue myself as of late, I would say. Um, tracing my uh, more recent reading history. 
uh, obviously growing up in the same household, we sort of have a similar like base in terms of uh, readership. And um, just these past several years obviously have been change of things. I know 2016 was when I was living back at home for the first time in a couple of years and uh, got back into reading in a big way. That was probably the last proper year I met anything resembling a reading goal. Mm-hmm. Got a good bit done doing during that time. And then with every subsequent year, it's just been a bit more of a drop-off for me. And I've always loved reading, and I still get a f- plenty of it done, but it's de- it's notably less than it used to be. So as far as, I guess, endeavors are concerned, aspiring to get back into the groove of reading. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of had the opposite problem. You know, I remember growing up, like, I, I always felt like you read more than I did. And then I, w- I would have to say within the past two years, I just read, like, constantly. Now my reader's fatigue, if I experience it at all, lasts for a month tops. Right. And then I'm, like, right back into it. Whereas I don't think I've finished a book since September. Yeah. Or maybe early October. But, yeah, it's been that kind of a slowdown for me. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, a part of that, I think, might have to do with the nature of certain, like, reading challenges. The one we participate in a lot is the Goodreads Annual Challenge. Mm -hmm. You set a number of books for you to read by the end of the year, and then you have, like, a percentage goal that it tracks you throughout the year as you log more books. So what was your goal, or what is your goal since we're still in 2020? I set 52 for me, and I'm currently at 20. I set 83 for me, and... She's looking it up right now. Yeah, I'm looking it up. And (laughs) this is not updated. I've read 112. Well, I'll be. (laughs) Like I said, that's not updated. I have to add yep. a couple books to that. So in case anybody wanted to start setting the Vegas odds for how this podcast is going to wind up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, to be fair, I feel like the level of difficulty of books that you read is much higher than the level of difficulty of books that I read on well, a daily basis. Like, I read things that, like, you don't really have to think about a whole lot. Okay. Well, that's not really a sentiment I want to, like, harp on too much, but because I feel like a... Various genres certainly do with getting more respect than mm-hmm. they are conven- traditionally afforded. But it is it would be accurate to say that my tastes fall more conventionally along what someone would more literary, academic yeah, like literary fiction. Yeah, I um, majored in English in college, pursued degrees in film moving forward. But you know that's highly sort of uh, literary. I'm sure we'll touch on that saying. throughout the year. Yeah, that'll be coming up. Yeah, I tend to be drawn to a lot more classical literature, literary fiction, stuff like that. Uh, there's this con, there's this concept of the court, not quadrants per se, but these uh, aspects of reading that people tend to gravitate towards. I believe they are a character setting, uh, language, and plot, and what priorities or which aspects of books you prioritize are um, indicative of sort of your taste. So of those four, which one would you say, like, most to least is your preference? It's a setting, language, character, and plot. I would say, in order, it would be plot, character, 
I know one of them was setting. What was the other one? Language. Language. Okay, so it would definitely be in order from first to least, or from first to last, uh, plot, character, language, setting. And for me, plot, character, language, setting, you said? Yeah. So for me, it'd, def- it'd be uh, language first, and then character, then setting, then plot. And I don't know what, what the personality test uh, readout of that preference would mm-hmm. be, but I guess that will be sort of something to keep in mind as we go forward and look at our uh, mm-hmm. the books that we sort of gravitate to. And uh, we've been talking for about 10 minutes now, so uh, I think this will be a good place to insert a break. And uh, when we come back, we'll be able to talk more about the uh, podcast proper and what we hope to make of it. All right. Sounds good. All right. So we'll be back in a minute. Okay. And we're back. Uh, thank you for sticking around. Uh, now we can, uh, that we've given you a little bit of an introduction, we can start talking about this podcast proper. As I said up top, this is a competitive podcast uh, wherein me and Elizabeth are going to be competing to see who can read the most in a year. And we are going to be determining that based on word count. And, uh, of course, the podcast is called... um, (laughs) Your Words Against Mine. (laughs) Right. Thank you. Uh, I guess in the inception of the episode, there was certain assumptions on certain parties' parts. Uh Uh-huh. With regards to how determining how long a book is would factor into it. You just sort of exist on the internet. You assume things are there. Yeah. That you have resources at your disposal. Yeah, I totally thought going into this um, before we got together that, you know, that there was a place online that would give you the word count for any given book. Yeah, and it does seem like, uh, especially with how uh, digitized a lot of the production of books these days is, you'd have to assume that... uh, word totals would be something that would be logged somewhere Mm -hmm. or be made accessible to some extent. But as far as I can tell, that's not actually the case. The closest or most readily available that I've been able to find is sort of, you know, what you'd expect, wordcount.com or what have you. And these are very much rough estimates on the parts of the site where they'll take very broad parameters for a given book, say word, uh, page count. Mm Mm-hmm. And just deduce from that how many pages are, or how many words are in the book. And the results vary wildly between sites and between editions. Yeah. I find that uh, going off, like, say, a small book with a higher page count versus a larger book with a smaller one, it um, throws a wrench into the operation. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, that has uh, inspired me to... Uh, devise my own means of determining how long a book is. Yeah. And uh, that is the something that we will be referring to moving forward and something that is, of course, subject to change uh, as need be. Uh, the algorithm, which um, I've ex- attempted to explain. This uh, is very much Thomas's brainchild. Yeah. He had to tell me twice. <laughs> right. And uh, I don't remember either of them. Basically how it works is... In determining how many words are in a book, and we're going to try to, like, undercut it, because as we explained before, this being a uh, competitive endeavor, you don't want to, like, juice the numbers. Yeah. Uh, for so we will always person. be rounding so, down. Rounding down where the words are concerned. So 
uh, with regards to that in determining how many words are in a book, you sort of take it small and then elaborate. Yeah. So you'd start on a page. How many words per page in a book? And you could just like count the number of uh, words on a page and extrapolate from there, but you're bound to get some variance. So a generalized average is going to be useful. And in determining that, I uh, whittled it down further to words per line on a page. And in looking at various books and various known word counts in various books, I was able to arrive at a rough average of about 10.4 to 10.8 words per line on a page. And since we're rounding down, we've decided to go with the 10.4 figure for this particular algorithm. Sure. If we hold that as a constant of 10.4 words per line on a page, the next variable that we'll need to look into is how many lines per page. That tends to fluctuate somewhere in the 30s range depending on like uh, margins, spacing, stuff like that. From what I've seen, I've seen books ranging typically from 33 to 37 lines per page. But on a case-by-case basis, it can just be determined by flipping through a book, finding a random page that is full text, no like paragraph breaks, no deviations from standard formatting, and just counting the lines on that page and having that apply throughout the book. You'll have your uh, words per line, uh, 10.4, your lines per page which will vary book by book and then of course you've got pages per book which is the big one and that would seemingly be the most uh the easiest piece of information to find because you can typically find like the word count or the page count for particular editions right yeah so that's um where a lot of utility is going to be coming from but there's still a catch in that given that we're applying the lines per page aspect of the algorithm mm-hmm. as applying to the book on the whole, that's not going to be consistent across every page in the book. So certain affordances uh, are going to have to be taken into account. Uh, various reductions can be taken as a given. For instance, most books don't actually start on page one. So if you have like a 300 page book, but then you start it on page three, that's two pages that are going to be going towards the word count that are just not there. So we would be deducting those from the word uh, page total. Another aspect is, of course, chapter breaks. Places in the book where a chapter starts or stops. and Halfway cuts down up, a page. Halfway down a page, right. Generally, for that, uh, taking for taking that into account, what we're going to be looking to do is subtracting a page from the page total for every chapter uh, listed on the contents. Right, so... You have a 500-page book. Um, The book actually starts on page 5. And then the book actually ends on page 496. Okay. And then... And the book has 49 chapters. You would take 491 pages, because 5 minus... Or 496 minus 5. Right. You would take 491 pages... And then subtract 49 from that total because you have 49 chapters. Right. And that would give you, again, a rough but fairly reasonable estimate of how many full pages of text are in the book that you're dealing with. And then you would plug that into your algorithm, multiply that by the words per 
or lines per page and words per line, and you would get a fairly low or reasonable, at least, estimate for how many words are in that book. On our website, which is yourwordspodcast.com, we will be putting up a more detailed description with actual work done out and figures so that you can so that you can kind of figure like so that you can see and visualize what it is exactly that we're doing with our algorithm but uh, that is the algorithm as it stands now Uh, obviously as we progress some um, alterations or as we become more educated to the process more uh, changes will be made to it moving forward on this show because again we'll be both reading books throughout the year we'll be assigning ascribing challenges to each other to sort of shake things up and to maybe gain an edge uh over each other and also to just in general incite some variety to our reading yep but again that'll be something we'll be talking about more on the first episode proper which will be launching on january 1st fall goes according to plan this episode should be dropping on december 18th which is the friday after we're recording It's going to be updating every other Friday. Mm -hmm. So twice a month, you'll be getting a podcast roughly about 30 minutes in length. I'm going to try to keep these short. We'll just sort of keep you updated on how our reading progress is going, how the uh, challenges shake out, how our reading experiences are like, and of course, what each of our respective word counts is. And then at the end of the year, stakes being determined, we will learn who has read the most. And they will win the trophy. Yes, they will win the trophy. and uh, (laughs) Which we need to work on making. (laughs) We will settle on what that even is as a concept. (laughs) So, yeah, uh, that basically covers everything that we wanted to cover today. Elizabeth, did you have anything you wanted to share? Pretty much just um, as we go throughout this adventure and as we go throughout preparing, uh, please feel free to follow us at our podcast Instagram and Twitter account. You can all, um, and those are both at Your Words Podcast. Um, and we will also be having other social media profiles coming in the coming weeks. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today. We hope you have a good year. And uh, we certainly aspire to. Don't see how it could. Don't say that. Just okay, don't even go. finish that sentence. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um. Uh. Uh. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Thank All you right. for joining us for the first uh, episode of Your Words Podcast. Your words um, against mine. Yeah. Whatever. So <laughs> it's a whole thing. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on for episode one of Your Words Against Mine podcast. I am your host Elizabeth Connor. And I am your co-host, Thomas Dempsey. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.